Welcome back to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. We're back with another heat check. We're down to the final four. We got the conference finals underway, Gil, in a rematch of the 2020 bubble. Mm-hmm. Heat Celtics, Lakers Nuggets. I don't really give a f- what people are saying about, you know, oh, uh, the cores aren't the same, the teams aren't the same. Lakers still got LeBron and AD. Mm-hmm. He still got playoff Jimmy and Bam. Celtics still got Tatum and Brown. And the Nuggets still got Joker and Jamal Murray with additional pieces. I think it just goes to show that that bubble championship was probably the hardest championship in the history of the NBA. And those teams needed a few years to recover <laughs> and now they're back. But before we get to the on the court stuff, we got to talk some off the court stuff. So got to talk about John Morant, man. Uh, mm-hmm. After fumbling a bag this season by not making an all-NBA team and becoming ineligible for a Supermax, which cost him about $40 million, I think we had talked before, you know, about Jod trying to get his life together, get in the right direction. Unfortunately, a video surfaced this weekend of Jod on our friend's IG Live uh, holding what appeared to be another gun. It remains to seen whether it was loaded or not. should also be pointed out that Tennessee is an, an open carry, permitless state. Not that that matters or makes a difference when it comes to John, the situation he's been dealing with, but we do need to note it. Also need to discuss the fact that Ja had already served an eight-game suspension this season after some alleged transgressions, including a video of him holding another gun in Colorado at a strip club, I think after the Grizzlies had lost to the Nuggets in a game. Uh, you know, So just first and foremost, just want to get your thoughts. What do you think about the Grizzlies suspending Ja indefinitely? <laughs> <laughs> Being suspended in the summer from team activities is like just it's nothing. Like what the f- are you guys doing in the summer as a team? Nothing. Okay. So most likely what it's the gym. Yeah. Can't go to the practice facility. Um, which I'm pretty sure he doesn't train in the summer anyway. When they say indefinite, does this happen during the season two? Like what is the what is the real uh suspension here? Um it's unfortunate, man, to be honest. Um, there's, no, there's no new advice to give them, right? The, the, the advice that I've gave is still there. It's just unfortunate that you, we, we have to keep saying the same thing. Um, the only way someone learns is um, if they're penalized. But then, you know, if he gets penalized, then he's no different than everybody else who got penalized. Like you, you know, it's, it's hard for you to recover once you get the penalty, that harsh one that you would need to really understand how serious this, this could be. Um, you know, we're talking about a year suspension, two year suspension, like there's shit that they can do to say, all right. And then that would check the behavior, but nobody wants to see you suspended for a year or two years. We're going to always keep saying, you know, you know, the company you keep is, you know, um, is going to be your downfall. You show me your friends, I'll show you your future. You know, we, we've we've heard it. Um, this, you know, the guy's been, you know, suspended indefinitely from the the home games. Yeah. Um, His friend, who's who's IG Live, he posted the video on the IG, same and, friend that was banned from from all Grizzlies home games after a situation with the Pacers, where they alleged that a red laser was pointed at him after a situation. Couldn't cooperate. NBA investigated. Couldn't determine whether it was a gun or not. Nonetheless, that that friend. It's just the behavior. The, the behavior here is when you guys have fun, when you guys are happy, you guys are showing guns. For what? <laughs> like that's like that doesn't make sense. This is um, this is you know self sabotaging, right? You're you're you're. This is something you're doing on your own. No one's helping you. I mean, no 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 matter if you know. Um, 
There's no camera. If you get pulled over, what's the problem? If someone even ran up on you, what are you gonna shoot? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So there's no, there's no good behavior. There's, no, there's nothing that's gonna come from this that's gonna be good. So, you know, if you can only lose from carrying a gun, then, you know, then you're self, this is self, this is self-inflicted wounds. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and just like I said before, as, as a friend of his, why are you recording? Stop fucking recording, kid. Have you not realized the importance of what's going on? If you're a friend, stop trying. I don't give a fuck if this nigga want to gritty and dance for one hour. Don't push the record button. Right, there's nothing. We done seen him grit. Let, let the NBA cameras watch him gritty. You stop hitting record when you're around him if you're a real friend. I mean, you say that, and I'm not trying to defend anybody or anything like that, but in this situation, the friend who was recording him, as soon as he saw Job pull out the, I mean, the reaction time was so quick, I had to watch the video four or five times to even see what people were talking about. Watching it at first glance, you don't see it. I think there was 100 people on the live. Somebody ended up going back, either screen recording that situation, grabbed the actual frame where you could see Job holding the gun. But as, you know, I don't, I don't want to say that Job not have any blame in the situation. You know you're being recorded, right? Regardless of whatever, whatever, whatever the situation is, mm -hmm. you know your friends recording you on IG Live. That's going out to whoever it may be. It could be one person, could be a million. Mm -hmm. So why are you pulling out guns when this is literally the same exact situation that caused you to get suspended for eight games by the F Grizzlies? Facts. I mean, that's what I said. Like you pulling out a gun, him. Like, <laughs> like it's all, it's all just a, a shit show when you think about it. Right? It's all a shit show. Three of them. Like, if I'm the recorder, I know the. You're driving. Why the fuck are you recording anyway? Like, it's just the, the whole scenario is just stupid. It just makes it just makes no sense. And I look at it. You know, I looked at the video I watch, and and I'm still trying to figure out what was the the friend who's recording agenda, because you're recording yourself. You're filming him. You're recording yourself. You look. You can see what he's doing. And then you film and then do this. Like, are you purposely doing this? I'm trying to figure out what it is. Like, you, you're you here and you're looking here and you're watching them. Yeah. And then you do that and then hide. Like, you know what I mean? It just, yeah. what I'm the f are y'all doing? Like, what are y'all doing? What is the purpose? What is the point? Who's your ops? <laughs> Who's your real ops? The Lakers? That's, that's, that's the real Shannon ops. Sharp, who's your... Like, I'm trying to figure this out. LeBron and like, AD. Like, is that your op? Like, you're, you're rolling around, letting LeBron, AD, um, Shannon Sharp, no, we, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm confused. Because you don't have no ops in Memphis. Yeah. We don't have no ops in Memphis. Like, I'm, let's stop. But we keep going back to the same thing. Jaws only 23 years old. He's young. He's got a young crew around him. All that shit is fine. But at some point, you got to learn from your mistakes, right? Yes. And I think, you know, we've talked about this before. You can talk about the situation better than anybody. Mm -hmm. But I think, and we've hit on this before, the problem that people don't really grasp or understand, right? They talk about the guns in the locker room situation with Javaris Crittenden, but that's not why you got suspended. Mm -hmm. So why did you get suspended? For mocking the whole investigation. The Yes. The guns in the... Yeah, because um, these are two different situations. Like, gun... Right, that's the same category. I've never touched no gun. I've never was seen with a gun. There was no fingerprints on a gun, right? So I'm not in the streets doing all this. I'm not driving around doing it. I'm not drunk or doing, like, 
The only reason you know is because I said those are mine. If I said those aren't mine, what do you do then? Right? Your investigation falls short because you have no proof. Right? I was man enough to say, yo, those are mine. Yeah. Right? So it's two, it's it's the same because it's involving guns, but it's different. Yeah. Right? It's 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 it's, it's really different. So um but because I am a part of the guns and a gun carrier and a gun toter, I can't sit here and be a hypocrite of the behavior. You know, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just the one that, like, that looks stupid defending, right? That's all I can do. I can't go out there and cuss them out for doing something because everybody's going to say, all right, well, well, what about the locker room? Man, you did it in the locker room. You ruined your career. Yeah, no, I did. Right. It, it tarnished my name. That's why I can keep saying, yo, relax, make better decisions. Stop doing this. Stop hanging out with this. You have no ops. If you do, you're not going to shoot at these ops. You're in jail. <laughs> right. If your boys shoot at the ops, you're in jail. Right. So there's no the, the, the road. The road all is going to lead to the same thing. Jail or losing everything. I mean, and it's not a comparable situation, but we've seen, you know, we've interviewed Mike Vick on this show. Mm -hmm. And I think the one thing you do have to understand as a black man in America, especially when you're a high profile athlete like Vick or like Ja, is you're the top dog. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not gonna get into the whole Vick dogfighting incident, but his boys were the ones that were doing all the mm -hmm. dirt. Michael mm -hmm. Vick had an NFL career to worry about. He participated, but he's busy in Atlanta doing what he's gotta do. But in the eyes of the law, they don't give a f who's the top dog, yeah. who's the one that we could take down and make an example of. Mm -hmm. It's not Ja's boys, we don't give a Jobs, boys. We give a f about John Morant. Mm -hmm. Supposed to be the face of the league. Was supposed to have now this two hundred thirty million dollar contract looming in the horizon, and now he's back to square one. And, I, and it seems like you know you are a person who could definitely give him some advice, some motivation, or even the precedent of a situation you had. Again, not the same situation as Ja, but dealing with guns, dealing with with the aftermath and the result of that fifty game suspension that somebody would be able to, to listen to. Like a lot of people, yeah. Jalen Rose can do an interview with John. We, we love and respect Jalen. Jalen's never really been in that situation. You're somebody who can actually sit and talk with him. Have you talked to John at all? Have his people ever reached out to you? Has anybody on his side sought any advice or any type of counsel from you? No, no. Um, but they don't, they don't need to, yeah. right? You don't, you don't need to, um, you know, call someone to realize this four second video in a club cost you 40 to 50 million. Four seconds. Millions that you can never get back. Right? So that's how sensitive it is when you are that type of player. You're not the type of player that can, you know, do these type of things and lose a, a million, a million and a half. Four seconds. Having fun in a strip club cost you $39 million on the contract, plus this Gatorade endorsement, plus they're not pushing your shoes. So if you have a percentage part in your shoes, you're not selling like you want to, that's part of it. So you can, we can really say you lost 39 to maybe $60 million on four seconds. What do you think you're going to lose on this? What do, you, what do you think you're going to lose on this? It's not worth it. That gun that you're never going to pull a trigger on. It's not worth it. It's not. And if you and if you do pull the trigger, you're losing it all. So we're at this point now. You know, John went to a re rehabilitation facility in Florida for like 48, 72 hours, whatever it was. Did the interview with Jalen Rose. I need to get my shit together. I need to get my life right. 
So he's acknowledged the fact that he knows right from wrong, right? We can't keep saying, oh, he's a young kid. Yeah, he's young, right? We get it. I mean, it almost is it's interesting. I wonder what his career would have been like or how it would have panned out if he wasn't a top draft pick, right? If he had to go in the second round and earn it. Seems like he got all this shit, created this character around himself because Ja wasn't really moving like this at Murray State. Mm-hmm. He wasn't moving like this coming in the draft. He gets to Memphis now, you know. I'm not going to say Ja's dumb. He's a very intelligent human being. So he knows right from wrong. So, I mean, what do you just attribute this to? It almost seems like, and you know this, we've been around Hoopers who literally have all the potential in the world, just didn't give a f- and there's nothing you can really do to control or change that. They know they know the right things to do, but they do not give a f- They're going to do whatever they want until it comes to a point, and you had to deal with this in your own career, where, okay, y'all don't give a f- We're going to show you what it really means not to give a f- mm-hmm. We're taking that thing that you actually love away from you, and now you got to respond and, and, and go on living like that. Uh, it's, it's just being young. I mean, you know, we can all sit here and pretend that when we were 17, we wasn't doing 17, 19, 21, 22. We can pretend that the music wasn't changing our behavior. We can pretend. We can, we can sit here and say, oh, no, John, when I, we go back to the early 2000s, everybody had long pants and two five seven x shirts with the jeans with the long chain thinking we're fucking dipset right thinking we're damn dipset like so let's not pretend that we wasn't you know there was an era where everyone wanted to be drug dealers right <laughs> right everybody wanted to be drug dealers sell a nickel dime and say you a drug dealer like hey come on like you know what I mean so there's been eras the the the, the youth is following their you know their music. Um, now, acting it out in public is a different thing. Um, going around, like, like I, I know I'm not the only one. Like, I'm, I'm not the only one. Kevin Hart said it, and it made me f- die laughing. Where I pretend that I'm about to get robbed in my house, so I hide a whole bunch of guns in places where I think I'll be sitting when someone breaks into my house. Oh, I'm going to have one in the oven. And then, like, you know he did that skit? really did that dumb shit. Belly, bro. Right. Like you, you sitting there like, like I'm going to pull one in the couch. So and someone comes like, oh, no. Ah. Right. So but I'm not going to really do that shit in public. So like I'm never going to drive with a gun. I'm never going to drive with open liquor. I'm never going to. There's just things as as a star or a high profile person you just you just can't do. Yeah. But it, it's just one of those things that's unfortunate, and I don't know why celebrating when he's doing all these things, he needs to have guns around. I mean, it, it, it just seems like some weird stuff. You had to serve a 50-game suspension. How do you think the NBA, Adam Silver, you under the, the David Stern regime, much more strong arm, much more mob-type movements, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? David Stern ran shit like Shake Knight. Let's, uh-huh. let's just call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Adam Silver seems to be a little bit more embracing a little bit more lenient, but how do you f- feel the NBA is going to handle this situation with Ja? It's, 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 it's one of those things like, look, um, we know the importance of, you know, guns in America, right? You have, you have two different sides. Um, my, my thing is always going to be, what law did he break for you to intervene? I'm going to always say, what law did he break? Um, if it's open carry, no permit, He's not breaking, he's not breaking the law, right? The ideal of what he's doing and the look of it, okay, I get that. But you can't, you can't penalize a person for what it looks like. No one is harmed. 
No one, this is self-inflicted. If you want to fine him, you know, okay. But suspending him on something that is normal in that state, in the state he is, that is, that, that's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, I, I can't, I can't be okay with one game, 10 game, 20 game. Someone said suspend him for the whole season. For what? For, for what? This is, you know what I mean? This is like, you know, it's, it's, it's what he's doing is legal in that actual state. What is the problem? No. When it comes to suspending him. And that, and that's, that's, that's my only thing. That's, that's my only thing. What he did, reckless, stupid behavior, um, you know, needs to try to grow up a little bit faster because it's coming. It's coming. No one's seen it. No one's seen this gun, but on picture. Right? If we try to slow it down, we probably can't catch it. Yeah. Right? So Which is um, a wild shit. Watch it four or five times trying to figure out like what like am I missing something? Then they show the screen grab. There's only hundred people on that live. So we got to really know, and this is something that we deal with in our lives, like everybody's not your friend. You got a lot of enemies out there. A lot of people want to see your downfall anyway. Mm-hmm. This wasn't like Ja posted on his live with thousands and thousands of people watching. This is somebody who literally took the time, frame by frame, like mm-hmm. the Sapruder film. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Somebody got him, yeah. Perfect screen grab. I'm going to put this shit out. This shit's going to be everywhere. And I said it. I said, everybody's going to be watching you going forward, looking for stuff. Like, you should never drive with guns in your car because at the end of the day, even, even with the rules going on, they can pull you over and say, oh, yeah, someone said you flashed it just because just they know you're John Moran. Oh, someone said you flashed a gun at them. So they pulled him over, find a gun. Oh, this is the gun you flashed. Why? But it's you. It's your behavior. So it, no one's, everyone's going to believe it. Right? You're, you're, you're at a place in time where guns supposed to be the last thing on your mind. When I got in trouble, I've never looked at a gun, never seen, no. I even seen a poll that said 90% I was going to get in trouble again. Cap. Crazy as hell. <laughs> you think I'm that stupid? No, I, I learned my lesson. Yeah. Right, I learned my lesson. I don't want no, I don't want a fake one. I don't want no. The only gun I'm on is video game and it comes with push buttons. Like I don't even want the duck cutting gun. No, no thank you. Right? And, but... I don't want to see that happen to him to the point where the rest of his career is done. Right now, he has a hard time coming back. Only way he makes an all-star game is if he gets voted in by the fans. Are they going to suspend him? Probably. They're going to try to find some loophole um, to suspend him. You know what I mean? So if I'm going to give him some word of advice. (laughs) Um... At this point, you probably have an alcohol or a drug problem, and you need you need help. <laughs> that's really the only thing that's gonna save you. Uh, having a drug problem or an alcohol problem, and you need to seek help. And you know you'll be in some rehab this whole summer, getting better, and then enjoy the start of your season. Other than that, Superman, they're gonna fry your ass. The kryptonite is coming. God damn it. And last question on, on this job situation, and we've talked about this too. Who can get through the job? I mean, you dealt with this situation early in your career, understanding the circles around you and having to break free of that circle. 
You know, we see T. Moran, Jaws' dad, at all the games, courtside, turning up. Seems like it's more of a buddy-buddy relationship than a father-son relationship, and this is just me from an outside perspective. I don't know what their situation is like, like at home, but seems like this is now time for, for that T to be that father in his life who needs to be like, look, bro, you need to take a step back and cut all this bullshit out. If I got to do it with you, I'm going to be here with you every step of the way. But who can actually get through the job? Because whatever's going on, it ain't working. Uh, that thing they call it a bank account. Yeah, that bank account. You fuck that bank account up. Yeah, that'll get to you. <laughs> that'll, they says they end up pulling it off, suspending him for a whole season. Oh no, his behavior's gonna change. Cause these these two little incidents done cost you fifty million, damn near, and then another fifty something. Oh no, nah, yeah, oh that, oh that changed your behavior. But that's not that's not what nobody wants to see. Like no one wants to see your life get ripped apart. But if they think that's the only way that you're gonna change, they're gonna do it. Yeah. The owner, if the owner really wants to, like, like, if he doesn't think you're in control of what you're doing, what I'm gonna do is I'm like, all right, personally, as an organization, we're gonna suspend you for a year. This has nothing to do with the NBA. We're gonna suspend you for a year. That right there changed your behavior. And I don't even want to put like shit like that in the air because it does give people ideas of this is my this is what we we might need to do. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. I mean, look, those ideas are already out there. I, I know. But, you know, like I, that's why I said I, I want him to change, but I'd rather it be on his own <laughs> versus a forced changed behavior, which means that you know, some type of suspension will have to be put in, not by the NBA, by by uh, Memphis themselves, where, you know, it's like, you know, I have you for six years. You're my future. I, I really, I really, you know, love you. I, I think you're an amazing kid. The energy you bring, the fans love you. Um, but if we stick down to this road, we're all going to lose out on what you are capable of. You, me, these fans. So, you know, I'm going to do this. You know, that's going to be something that the, the owner is going to have to sit there and sit with jaw. It's going to be one of those personal decisions by the owner. This has nothing to do with the NBA. This is something that he has to try to nip in the bud. Because if you don't, then you become reckless to the behavior. I know, you know, once I realized that you couldn't find me, <laughs> you couldn't find me for nothing. Um, and I'll say it out loud. Who do you think you're finding? Are you going to send that shit up there? I guarantee you it ain't coming back down. Right out, you know. You know, once you feel like you are untouchable, you act, you act that way. It's much better to have ops that are basketball players than ops that are real yeah, That's killers. what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, you I, know I, what I mean? Like, I'd yeah. much rather have ops that are LeBron James and Anthony Davis as opposed to some real killers out there. Who, but that's what I'm saying. It's just reality. He has no ops, right? There's no real ops. And if you do have an op, he ain't stupid enough to shoot at you. If someone look like shooting at John Morant's car or John Morant's house, he's getting caught quick. <laughs> he shoot at your friend, hey. They probably never look for that. Did he shoot at John Morant? That's, that's jail. That's attempted murder 100%. So you don't really have no ops for you to be carrying around no gun in your car. I'm sorry. Having it at your house just in case someone breaks in. 
that's perfectly fine. Perfectly makes sense because most likely every damn NBA player has one if they don't have security guards. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Lakers started season 0-5. We're 2-10 at one point. You know, at that point in the season, few people gave him a realistic chance to do anything. I will give you your flowers now and say that, that you were one of the few who stood by him. I still buy them publicly behind the scenes. I was nervous. Y'all was scared. You already know. Like it was just like not another year of this man, shit. I'm loyal, man. Yeah. I'm loyal. <laughs> I'm loyal. But also got to give your flowers because in the not so distant past, you predicted this outcome. We did a show. We were on another part of the house on your 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 luxurious couch, and you said if the Lakers got seventh, they played the Grizzlies, they'd be able to beat the Grizzlies. We mm-hmm. talked about that three six matchup with the Kings and Warriors. We thought the Warriors would get through. You said if they did get through. LeBron and AD has some for Steph's ass. Mm-hmm. Proved to be true. Uh, Lakers took down the defending champion Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry. So, want to know what have the Lakers shown you this postseason? Consistency, um, resiliency, um, guys that we don't, you know, we're not paying attention to are stepping up to play. Um, you know, it's a team effort. You know, no matter if we have LeBron and AD, you know, everyone's pitching in. Ham is doing a good job, man. Um, you know, the rotations. You know, the, the rotations are better than Frank Vogels, not going to lie. Um, even though Frank, you know, he has some championship. Um, you know, the, the, the rotations are better. Um, the group is better. The, the lineups are better. So um, the chances of winning is a lot better than it was before. You know, here is just, you know, continuing to get better, continuing for different guys to step up to help win. Bron suffered that uh, foot injury back in March, missed some games, said he was able to avoid surgery by going to the LeBron James of feet doctors, mm-hmm. told him he could put it off. But it's obviously he hasn't looked like himself throughout these playoffs. Still playing solid, still remarkable feet, especially when you consider all the other injuries that have impacted this postseason from guys like Giannis, from guys like Embiid, much younger gentlemen, mm-hmm. much more spry, much in better shape than a 38-year-old LeBron James. But do you think LeBron has enough left in the tank to stay healthy for up to potentially two more playoff series? Yes, I mean, he's proven that he is, um, he, can, he, he can take his hit and keep on, you know, ticking. When you start really watching his behavior, as athletes, you really need to really sit back and understand why he has lasted this long. As soon as the season's over with, He's back in the gym, working on his body as a whole, right? Preparing his body, abs, structure, stretching. He's already back in the gym. When other players look and they're coming to the game on the first bus or the second bus, LeBron James has been in the gym five hours before you, working on preparing for this game. You know what I mean? He's highly prepared. He is letting us, we're seeing glimpses of what he's doing. If you want to last this long, follow the mode. You know, while you're all sleeping and doing this and, you know, you just finished eating, you know, two hamburgers, me, uh, soda and some ice cream, me, um, before the game, yeah. sleeping, then waking up at three 
and then drop. Oh yeah, you said they usually in there before the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the night before. Uh, before yeah, the, yeah. So you you Ooh. can see he's at the gym already, doing his shooting, stretching, lifting, massaging, meditating. Back on the gym, like he has, like this is a this he's treated like an actual job. So this brings me to a question that that you know from an outsider's perspective. Somebody like yourself, right? The Kobe's of the world, the guys who literally showing up three, four hours before a game, regular season game, didn't matter what was going on, religiously, routinely, the amount of work you're putting in. How do other guys see that and say, well, f it, I'm not, you know, I see all the work that Gil and Kobe and LeBron, I see LeBron's here at 130, I'm just gonna still get here at five. Success. The reason people don't get better is because they're seeing success of what they're doing, not realizing to reach new levels, you have to do new things. And I think that's why people got mad at me about the Greek the Freak comment, right? They don't understand how I see the game, yeah. right? You've had success, you know, MVP, MVP, championship. To unlock this new level, you need to learn this skill. Yeah, yeah we're all happy that you did this, but I'm saying if you want to get to this unlock, you need, to, you need to work on your mid-range, your jumper, your pull-ups. Once you add that to the game you have now, this door unlocks, yeah. right? And I don't think people really understand the concept of it, right? There's, there's levels like Jordan, LeBron, <laughs> Kobe tried to get in it. Kobe might be in it, depending on who you ask. The uh, Tiger Woods, the Mayweathers. They're on, they're, they're up here. There's, there's a select few of people in this world that's on top of this thing. There's some that's here. There's some that's here. Something, there was something that kept them from here. Yeah. Right? And that's where I'm trying to help you unlock these new doors because you're, you're, the success that you're at, you think it's, I'm fine. I'm content. Yeah. And that's what happens. People are content with the success they're getting, not understanding that, you know, to get to another level, you really have to add on to this because that other level has all new. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But like I told you before, my dad, you know, works with the Bucks, been around Giannis for the bulk of his professional career. Giannis is the guy who puts that work in. So mm -hmm. I think a lot of people mm -hmm. heard your comments and a lot of them had the square bear mentality, not really Hoopers, not really understand what you're saying and just chalked it off as all Gilbert's Hayden. When the reality is, you were saying, no, this dude can take his game to a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. Look, he can keep it at the level he's at now. He'll be one of the top 75 greatest ever, mm -hmm. first ballot Hall of Famer. But all right, now you've reached this pinnacle of success. How can you now get it higher? And that's even, you know, we talk about the, the failure comments and things like that. Like failure is not a bad thing. Failure is a part of success. Failure is a part of life. But you got to acknowledge it. You're going to fail in your personal life. You're going to fail in your professional life. But if you just rest on your laurels and stay there, then you're going to keep experiencing failure until you can get off of that, put in the work necessary. And Giannis is a guy who puts in a tremendous amount of work. So I would never question his work ethic, even seeing where he came in as a rookie to where he is now. Mm -hmm. could have okay. went, you know, completely. Listen, but just like anything, right? There's always room for improvement. And when people don't understand it, I'll just say, all right, how about the iPhone 1, right? When it came out, amazing product. Woo, this is the best thing. Now compare that to the, the new iPhone. Yeah. Now that one looks like shit. I got an eight, so, right, so my shit is trash. If, if, Giannis, if Giannis gets, you know, he learns how to shoot a jumper, he gets a post-up move, he learns how to mid-range all summer, does it all, comes back with a whole nother bag, averaging 37, MVP, 
Finals MVP, championship. Do that three, four times in a row. Right. Now you're in the go conversation. Now we take this this new half of the season compared to the first half. Everybody's like, oh, that was trash. That was the first half. That was good. That's trash compared to this. Because it's you unlocked a whole nother level and you became a whole nother entity, a whole nother beast. Right? The iPhone one was good. This one we have now, a whole different thing. I'm trying to get be this whole different thing. Let's talk about these words, man. Words were the favorite to beat the Lakers, despite what everybody's acting like now. They didn't have no help. Steph didn't do this. Game six, Clay was non-existent. Warriors were the favorite. Mm-hmm. Fans were, were talking a lot of shit. I got a lot of brunt of that. You're making things personal, talking about appearances. You know, I'd be hitting the gym trying to, trying to you know, get my body right. But they were taking the shit personal, Gil. The South remembers. The South remembers, uh-huh. which y'all were saying. But also, you know, you talk about Warrior fans, a lot, a lot of great Warriors fans, a lot of intelligent people, also a lot of idiots. Like, you know, a lot of people don't understand how the NBA works, don't understand what hands players shoot with, don't understand contracts, don't understand key frameworks of, of the league. But nonetheless, let's talk about these Warriors. You know, fresh off a of championship last year, defending champs, their reign was knocked down. What moves do you expect the Warriors to make this offseason? Um... They, they, they're going to have to start positioning themselves um, of realizing that Steph, Clay, and Draymond are winding down. They probably got two. Steph and Clay probably got two more good years. Uh, dominant. I'm talking about dominant. I'm not yeah. talking about 23 and 6. I mean, Steph probably is going to average that, you know, when he decides to retire. So... I'm talking about that real dominance performance. You know, you got about two good, strong years out of Steph. So you have to start looking on adding someone that can complete him as a player, that can make it easier for him. You know, it would have been great. We wouldn't be talking about this if Katie was here, right? Um, was still here. Yeah, we much different team. A team yeah, that actually I mean? so, puts fear in um, people's they hearts. They need to find someone, you know, um, I'll try to figure out if I can, you know, get Jordan Poole on. Um, and see if we can find someone who's more stable. You know, it, it, you know, it's, you know, the game, you know, the game, the, his game is just erratic, right? Um, it, it's, it's AAU style. It's um, <laughs> herk and jerk highlight real type of game where, you know, I want to shake you. I need to bake you every single play. Um, and when you're talking about being great, being consistent, you know, you have to understand how to, you know, get easy buckets, Right? Yeah, we see Steph do all the sham and jam, but, you know, that's 10% of his game. You know, Jordan right now is 90% of your game. Um, you know, so, if, you know, I, I, I'm going to be trying to move him. Maybe if I can move him, get Jaden Brown. You got Klay Thompson. Klay, I think, is making 40 some million next year. He'll be a free agent after 2024 if he doesn't get an extension from the team. A lot of people in Warrior circles saying, you know, Klay still got it, but he's not at, at that level you know, some people even suggested potentially bringing him off the bench. St. Clay is not at that level that he was during the height of the Splash Brothers. There are obviously two devastating injuries that he's bounced back from. But if you had to pick between Poole or Clay, or potentially both, would you make that move? You get somebody like a Jalen Brown in there. If if, if I'm if I'm getting if I'm going after Jalen Brown, I'll I'll get rid of um, Poole for him. If there's dumb enough to. <laughs> fall for that, you know what I mean? You know, if they're doing enough to fall for that, I'm gonna try to package that. Um, Clay, I'm gonna let him. Play. I'm not gonna give him an extension. I'm gonna let him play the year out, and then 
It's horrible. It is horrible. You're comfortable right. just letting him walk and losing any potential trade value. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I want to see what his value is in the open market, which I like again, you know, as an owner, you know, the, the four championship rings, the loyalty has brung. It's an asshole move, but you know, um, sometimes you just got to be the asshole here. Um, you know, whatever he gets in the open market, I will be trying to match, but I want to see what the value is versus just automatically giving him an extension. Um, do I think he's worth 40, 50 with that extension? 40, 40 with a 12% increase? I don't know. And that's why I would say, all right, you know, Clay, unfortunately, I'm, I don't want to do this, but I want you to go test the open market. Whatever you get, I'll match. So you tell Clay that I think he'll be um, un- unrestricted. I'm saying be unrestricted free agent in okay. 2024. I'm banking on, on that, you know. So, but you're telling Clay, look, we're going to be the assholes. We're not going to be loyal to you. Why, why would there be an expectation that whatever he gets, when you just my, say, my, well, f- I'm just going to go take match that. Match it or, I mean, listen, I'll match it or give you a little bit more of it. You know, like, let's say, you know, right now you're asking for 250 245 and then you go to open market and they're like, yeah, we'll give you 160 Like, you know, I, I, all right, I'll give you 190 Oof. I, th- I throw 30 more in just for you being you, right? For sure. Which, which saves me for from 250 you know um that's what I said it's a, it's a when it comes to loyalty uh, loyalty it's you know um it's a fine line with clay um you know I just want to give him a year and I want to see what he does before I extend him and do oh, I think shit. he's give him half a season before the trade deadline to see yeah I mean there's like I'm not I'm not planning on moving him to be honest I'm not planning on moving him you know his skill set what he brings to the game um He's fine the way he is. You know, he's still is still trying to figure out who he is. You know, we're still talking about a guy, you know, 60 with, you know, less dribbles with KD and Curry on the court. We're talking about he broke damn near all my halftime records, uh, overtime records. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, losing him will hurt, especially if you're thinking about keeping, you know, um, Curry. I just want to see what his value is now. That's all. Um, and, you know, I, I know that, you know, I can say don't take it personal. But, you know, you know, telling the guy, you know, let me see your value is personal. I mean, if you were that guy, they I'm, told you that. I'm, I'm mad. I'm out. Like, you know, I'm not out, but I'm f-ing pissed that I got to go out here and do the little Mark Jackson. Let yeah. me see your value. Uh, <laughs> put some more stress on me during the season. Yeah. I mean, because that's. Heading into the season, you know, Clay's going to be looking for a contract extension. No telling if they get that done or not. But if you, Clay, and, and management comes to you, you saying that after all you did, coming back from these two injuries, helping lead the team to another ring. Yeah, you had a down year this year, but I still got it. And y'all don't believe in me. We also have the potential now with Draymond with the player option. Azar Dre will opt out. Do you see a world? You think he's going to opt in? He's going to take that one year? You have to. It all depends on what he's looking for, right? Um... If he's just looking for more years of money, guaranteed, then I'm opting out. Um, like, let's say, you know, what was it 30, 40? What is it? I think he's got like 26 or 27. 26, right? 26. And then, right, if I can, you know, get 12% off that, sign another, you know, 60 million, I'm doing that. Or, you yeah, know, so 40 million, you know, I might do that if I'm him. You know, I don't know how many years he thinks he has left. But if you can opt out and get more than the 26, I think to your point, 
with a few I, more I, years on it. Okay, well, if he opts out, does he think that whoever's going to sign him is going to start at 26 or more? Even if they if they came with three for 60 or whatever it may be in the overall total for, per year. So question for you then, since we're here on this subject, and then we'll have one more after this. You, Dre, you, you opt out on that, what is it, 26, 27? You, you opt out on that 27 and a half mil, but you can get two for 40 somewhere else. I opt out two for 40. It depends on how many years I think I have left. Okay. You know, that, that's, that's just a personal thing. You know, if he thinks, you know, you know, I'm done after, you know, two or three years, then um, I'll opt out and sign that three-year deal, which gives me more longevity. Or I stay in and then sign a two more, two, two, you know, two more years. So it's it's really on which 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 road leads to a little bit, more, even if it's five more million, whatever road leads to whatever. Because once you're done, you're done. So then, follow up to that. Do you feel like if you know, and we're not trying to put you in the mind of Dre, but similar to a Clay situation, they gave Pool this money, you being Pool, week after you being Pool, he signed a, a four-year, hundred twenty-eight million dollar extension. Teams essentially telling you, this is the guy we believe in, this is our future. We appreciate all the shit y'all have done for us, but we got to start looking to the future. Re-up with Wiggins. Now you're in a situation, right, where you could potentially go test the free agency market or you opt into this one year hoping that maybe they bring you back for a couple more. A lot of uncertainty whether Bob Myers returns. Just a lot of uncertainty with that franchise in general. Are you willing to take that risk if you're Draymond? Yeah, it depends on what the conversation sounds like. Um... At the beginning, everybody was pool as the new guy. At this point, I'm pretty sure everyone's realizing that, you know, we might we might move in a different direction. Um, now, let's say pool and Wiggins for Jalen Brown. Mm. Uh, you know, that's a whole different team now. Draymond is valuable and Clay's valuable at that point. So, um, you know, it all depends on what, what what they're trying to move, right? And if I'm looking at them, I'm, I'm going to try to package Poole and Wiggins and see what I can get out of it. And so if I can get a strong third option, um, save money, if I can get rid of Poole and Wiggins, get Jalen Brown, let Draymond walk, sign Ben Simmons, you know who does the kind of the same? I mean, there's so many. Op- I mean, there's so many options that that can happen. It all depends on what the mindset and what is everyone thinking. So, most important question now. You know, we've seen this Warrior dynasty of what four championships in, in eight years. What they've been able to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Are we seeing the end of this Warriors dynasty, or do you think that they can potentially put themselves in position to be a championship contender next year or for years to come? Long as you have Clay, Curry, and Draymond, you can't say it's the end. You know, um, if the Bulls would have went back the next year, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's another championship. I mean, that, let's just be honest, right? No matter what, no one says. Everyone can say whatever they want. Oh, this was the end. No, it wasn't. Right? It, 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 that was so easy for them. That was an easy championship, the way they did that. Like, they could have went back-to-back three more times, you know, with that, that, that team. So, um, as long as you have the three main pieces, I mean, that's what I said. You just got rid of Wiggins and, and um, Poole and Brunga and Jalen Brown. 
That's my mindset with the Warriors always. Get these jokes off now while you can because mm-hmm. you know they're going to do some bullshit and re-up and retool and be right back up to their mischief in no time. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, 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 you, you have two guys, three, three guys that, that, that literally play very well together. When you're talking about a three amigos, like, this is a big three. I, we can, and this, th- this big three can really challenge any other big three to say we are the best big three ever. And it's going to be hard, hard to really for another big three to say, nah, y'all not as more dominant as us. Because even though we're looking at Draymond's, Draymond's production, how he produces does not factor into points and rebounds. And it doesn't. You can't calculate what Draymond does. So when you, when you add this three and say, all right, who's going to compete in the, the best big three ever? I mean, now you're going all the way back to a Boston big three. Ron, D. Wade, Bosh. They got four. They got four rings. They do not. Okay. <laughs> Scotty, MJ. Do they got four rings? I mean, yeah, Scotty, MJ. Throwing somebody, you know. Yeah, this is it. Scotty, MJ. And then you know you got Rodman on the on the second yeah. one, on the second three peak. That's the only group that's going to jump in and say, "All right, let's let's get it together." And it's like, uh, ah. Right? Am I right? I mean, is there another big we three? Throwing, can... We got throwing Luke Longley and Bill Wennington let them use yeah, those 12 so fouls. No. <laughs> it's going to really be hard. When, yeah, for sure. Know. So, yeah. you know, I mean, and I've, no one said it, but, you know, I'm going to say it. This is probably the best big three that's ever. Yeah, all right. Has ever been. I'll let you say it. Has ever been put together. I'm sorry. I think, <laughs> I think based on winning in championships, but this big three also stayed together long enough yeah. and joined each other, forced with each other early enough in their careers mm-hmm. for it to make a meaningful difference. But you can't talk about that Boston crew because that's not a dynasty. One championship does not a dynasty nope. make. Like when we're ta- listen, when we're talking about are they the best big three as for talent? No. No. I mean, you know, you have, you know, Bosh and him, you have Katie, I mean, um, um, you have KG and them over there. You have the, the KD era. You have the KD era with them. Whoever you want. Take you your know, pick. Um, I mean, Spurs. You can say Spurs. Woo! Yeah, yeah. That's the only, that's the only, because they got, what, four or five? With that crew? Four together? Yeah, so it's, it's, that's the only, that's the only group. That's the. We'll let the people. The people decide. Obviously, right. you're going to get packed up by some people. You're going to get supported by others. That is the nature of the industry that we work. Can't get packed up. They can't smoke the guild pack? They can't smoke a guild pack because they're going to have to come with facts. They can't just, you know, them. They'd be like, oh, no, we had, oh. <laughs> the dream. They'll just start naming shit. Just like, come on, Ellie. They didn't even win a championship, bro. <laughs> The dream one too, but I no, I'm just saying. But that's why it'd be it'd be a big three that didn't win anything, but they just want to bring it in. Because they look the, good on paper because the three look great on paper. It's just talking about like I'm not saying this is the most talented big three that's ever been. Yeah, but winning big three most successful longs together. The only team is Spurs, really, or someone back in '63 that no one knows or remembers <laughs> or cares. Right, I mean, someone from Boston is going to say, no, our big three. cozy. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna name one of those three people, and we're not even going to be like, oof, That we see you play in our <laughs> lifetimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so. But we appreciate your opportunity, and this has been another episode of No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. We'll be back with more very soon. <laughs>